welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I'm so glad you're here tonight. I am, of course, joined by my dear friend who apparently upset God enough to have this job, the one and only Taylor Schroll. He is in studio as my producer today and as my sidekick, which is his favorite role that he has. He loves playing second fiddle to me. <laughs> I just try to get reactions out of Taylor. That's it. That's all I try to do. I don't believe any of that. He's not going to show you his face. His face is saying, really? But this is what's so great. We are from different generations, apparently. I don't know. Taylor says you lead every show. <laughs> because I'm going to say something, and I don't know if you did this, because we did grow up in different time periods. I was a kid in the time period that you were born. <laughs> so. Like, I've run out of jokes. You bring this up so often. <laughs> Wow, I got him tired of calling me old. But when I was little, okay, not not little, little, but like when I was like, I don't know, preteen, teenager, I guess it's kind of ish little, we had camcorders. Like we had like, like the little handheld camcorders. Finally, I think whenever I got into high school, like I remember my father, when we got a video recorder, we had a VCR. You, okay. told, you told the story too. I know, but I'm not, I haven't told this part of the story, <laughs> but not everybody has heard this. My father had a VCR and he had to strap it onto his, uh, to his arm and carry it around while he had the big camcorder. It was huge. And it was the big tapes, right? So we had like a little small camcorder. We moved to a house that had a pool, okay? So a lot of my friends wanted to use the pool. Like they wanted to use it for filming, like different kinds of, different kinds of things. And as... I have mentioned before, a lot of my friends from high school have gone on to have very successful careers. Yes, this is how you also lead every show. <laughs> One of my friends who is an actor, but who does something else, who's going to be my guest today on the show, because the other ones are too busy being famous. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I haven't asked the other ones. Uh, he came over one day with my cousin and some other guys, and they decided to make a film in my like in my pool, okay? And I'm, I am determined to know, they did a shark film. And one of them, and I, I know I've told this before, one of them had like a shark fin made out of construction paper. <laughs> and when he dove into our pool, the fin just flopped over. Like it just, <laughs> it didn't work at yeah, all. Yeah, no it one was, saw that coming. The, they didn't. They were like the smartest kids in our high school and they legit, this was their plan. Like this was their plan. They, they had a storyboard, they had a script, they did this whole thing. And they did this. So I wanted to ask you, because I, I was, I'm going to transition to a different part of this, because one was was a, a cousin of mine who I went to high school with. A new, a, like, new, new information? Because if anybody is playing It's I Not That Late, base. like, drinking game, they are already drunk three minutes into the show. You've mentioned, there's one Taylor, more thing. <laughs> I don't assume that everybody that tunes in and watches the show knows the previous information I've shared. I want to make sure people are comfortable. I want to make sure that they know what I'm talking about. Can I ask you a question? Did you grow up making home videos? Like, was that something that you and your friends did? Like, did y'all do scripts and stuff or like, no. like never? You no. never did like, what, you never had, did you guys have camcorders back then? What did y'all have to record things on? I don't know how I old I mean, you like, pe people had them, but I didn't grow up rich like you. Oh, so, stop like, it. We just have, we just have memories. <laughs> That's all we have. The worst. <laughs> All right. Did you guys make up any type of anything? Like, did you write scripts and play pretend? Did you play pretend, Taylor? Oh, yeah. Like, we were, yeah, we were kids. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't <laughs> record it, which is why I could still have a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't you glad? Okay. Well, back in your day, though, what were people recording? You know, the rich, rich people. You're ridiculous. It was not. Were people already on their phones doing stuff, or did people have little camcorders? We, Where were you in we life? Had, we had a kid a few years younger than me that went absolutely viral on YouTube, like millions and millions of views, like in a week. Um, I think it was the call me maybe yeah. song. Yeah. I think it was right when it came out and they went around and just had like all the teachers and kids and everything dance. And I think it was after it was after a big tragedy or something like after a hurricane or after oh, something wow. that happened. So it was just like, everybody needs to be, you know, kind of, yeah, you know, lighten the mood. Yeah, exactly. Happy again. So yeah. uh, that was like the big thing at our high school. But that, like, even they were younger than us. Like, we just, like, I didn't have. I mean, but what, we what talked was that about, recorded on? Was that recorded on? See, a that camcorder? was on a phone, and that that's why things was, was different. Like, we didn't have a, a camcorder. Got it. But also, we we joke about how old you are. But like, <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone until 
like I didn't have my own cell phone until I was a senior in high school. So like we didn't ha- we didn't have you know cameras in our pockets like we do. So like we just didn't re- yeah. record stuff. No, I know. Well, I mean, a lot of parents always had like camcorders because they would like videotape their kid or whatever. You know what I mean? And they got they got a lot cheaper. Like when we first got that first one with the big VCR, I just love telling that because I think it's hilarious that my dad would have to disconnect the VCR and like carry. It was so flipping heavy, and the camera. He looked like he was working for NBC. I mean, this thing looked like he was with the eight o'clock news. You know what I mean? It was massive. It was massive. So when when it became these little tiny camcorders and I didn't have a cell phone either because they had not been invented yet when I went off to school. Uh, it was, it was interesting enough to when I was a young parent, we bought, I remember, I think one of the things we got as a wedding gift, I feel like was a camcorder. I think that was one of our wedding gifts, you know, and it wasn't like crazy expensive back then. It was like 200 bucks, which forever ago it was like 2000 you know what i mean like that was a ton of money uh but the thing is is that during this time period of the camcorders which this isn't going to work for you i guess we would record in the camcorder and then people would put it on like we weren't doing mp3 stuff yet people were burning stuff on cds dvds like you remember how computers used to have <laughs> i love your hand gesture for cds it had <laughs> nothing to do with cd you went like this you made a U shape with your hand. I tried to do a You're like, circle. This is what CDs are. These are what they are. I don't know. Like, do we still have computers that have CD burners in them? <laughs> DVD burners? I mean, not, not any, I mean, not. Not anymore, right? No. Like, that's not, not a thing. Not recently, no. Okay, yeah. See, I have no idea. So, my family is a big, huge family. So we transitioned from this VCR thing to this camcorder thing, which I guess is where we stayed it for this to this decided to all participate in a film festival. All right. My mom is the oldest of 10. I'm the sixth oldest of 58 grandchildren. Now there's 98 great, great grandchildren. So what we did was the original 10 families, we had an assignment and we, we rented out a movie theater where my grandmother lives. Okay. That was cheap because it's a small town, Louisiana. And I'm sure they were excited that we, maybe it was free. I have no idea. And every family had to make a film. We had to like actually make a real film. And then it was burned onto, like that's how old this is. You see what I'm saying? Like it was burned onto a, what is it? A CD, a DVD? Uh, I don't know what yes, it is. Yes, CD. <laughs> <laughs> With my crab claw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we would, we would gather at Christmas and we would have this film festival where we would watch the films on the CDs, on the big screen. Aww. It's the same audience you have now for all your podcasts. (laughs) Hi, family. (laughs) My 5,000 cousins. This is why I have a job. Uh, And we had awards. So we would watch all the films, okay? And then we would have these pieces of paper and it would say best actor, best actress, best drama, best comedy, best overall, like whatever it was, best directing. And Uh, we had- Foreign film. (laughs) (laughs) Animation, no, (laughs) cinematography. Uh, And then we would have like little trophies and we would announce like we would have to wait for somebody to tally it and then, you know, whatever. So when my mom's family gets together, it's over 150 people, just my mom's like brothers and sisters and their kids. You know what I mean? These films, some of them, Taylor, I'm telling you, absolutely fantastic. Like they're just golden. They're just phenomenal to watch like the creativity. But I was thinking like, I don't know if people do that anymore. And that's why I want to ask you, I know I'm making fun of me about saying that I'm so much older than you, but I did want to see, is it a generational gap of getting that creative? Because now you have like iMovie. Well, is that a thing anymore? <laughs> I mean, not sure. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it have- is, but it's just like, that's, I mean, that's how people old. that use iMovie now yeah. is me not making videos because it's like the bare minimum. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are the kids doing? What, that's what I want to know. I want to know where I are they now. I want you to answer this question. What do you think the kids are doing? You think the kids are using iMovie? No, I don't know. What, are there apps? Like, where are people, where do people make movies now? Come on, Olivia. There's really, one place where people make videos every day. TikTok. Yes. Okay, but that's just to show it. But... Is that where you design? I don't know yeah. TikTok. Yep. <laughs> yep. It does everything? TikTok yeah. does all the things. Yep. Wow. You record it there. You can edit it there. You can do all the stuff there. I didn't know that. I Honestly, I had no idea. No clue at all. 
So people don't even need all this kind of stuff. And they don't need to burn things. And they don't need to... Is this, if, this, this cannot be news. This is absolutely news. This is absolutely are news. We, are we doing the it's way too late segment, but everyone else knew, but you're getting news now? I haven't made a hey, TikTok. Hey, Liv, this is a cell phone. All right. And all I, right. look, what I can do is I can do the camera. And look, I'm videoing us right now, talking about videoing us right here live on the show. Okay, let me ask you this. If we were to do a film festival, what would people use today to create? Like, what, you see what I'm saying? Like an actual film, not like a TikTok, <laughs> but like a long, like a long, like five minute kind are of a film. you how movies are made? <laughs> Never mind. So look, like, look, um, just around here. I was here, trying to get an update. You know, there's a, there's a camera here. There's okay. a camera Never here. Uh, there's a mic in front of you. There's a mic a in front movie. of me. We, we hit record and then you send it to your editor. That's how this works. You do this. <laughs> You're literally staring at all the stuff you need to make a movie. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, there you have it, everybody. <laughs> you just got the new news. You can make a video. <laughs> On your cell phone. All by yourself. <laughs> Well, that went absolutely nowhere that I was hoping was going to go. I literally was hoping that I was going to learn something new. To, well, I did. You I learned did. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll teach Liv about <laughs> selfies. You don't have to stand still for three hours for a photograph of yourself anymore. It's ridiculous. All right. I'm going to explain off camera to Taylor where I was trying to go with this because he's not wanting to help me at all. But you guys, I can I, only ask the answer the questions I've asked. <laughs> I don't want you to go anywhere. You are right here where you should be. You are tuned into on Veritas on Veritas's app. If you're listening on the radio, if you're on YouTube, if you're listening on a podcast, you found us. How does radio work? How does YouTube work? <laughs> don't leave. <laughs> this is it's not that late with Liv Harrison and the newly fired Taylor Stroll. <laughs> Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, I am with one of my all-time favorite human beings in the entire wow. world. I have been blessed to know this man since I was a wee teen. <laughs> I was a teenager. Okay. He was a teenager. We went to high school together. Okay. And he has been angry with God ever since. Wow. <laughs> How does she know my prayers? How does prayers? How does she know my prayers? <laughs> no, she I tell you really what. Good. Really live, we live. Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> I have loved Marcus Lloyd seriously since the day I met him, which was probably in a hallway by a, I don't know, locker. We went to a massively huge high school, but you couldn't miss True. me because I was huge. And you couldn't miss Marcus. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this next piece. He's fiercely talented. How's that? Is that a good reason? It's, it's it's not true. It's not the reason why you couldn't miss, miss me. They were fiercely talented people there, That's but true. they were not black. But yeah, the only black fiercely talented person at our high school. That is not even yeah. close to true. It's not true either. That not is true. not true either. You were just full. See, we're not playing the game yet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Marcus, um, God, I've known you, I feel like forever. And we've worked together in our now adult life, which is so crazy. We hung out a lot as teens and then we didn't. <laughs> you took a break. Jesus gave you a breather. <laughs> I needed, I needed to breathe. There's not a lot of oxygen in the room when, when you're in there, Liv. So I just needed, I needed to gain uh -huh. the oxygen. I needed to test. Because <laughs> I was sure eating everything. Okay. That's why <laughs> everything I was ingesting. <laughs> I'm not going there. No. <laughs> I'm going to keep no, going there. No I'm going to keep leading <laughs> us. Okay. So now that we're adults, uh, we are, we've both decided to do career things with media. I am making mine up, but you have like an actual, <laughs> I have a pretend career and Marcus as always has been the talented gifted one who has this incredible career. You are in Dallas you're in uh, the not far the TV north. show, but uh, but the city. <laughs> the city, for sure. You're in the yes, yes. And you started out the as an actor, <laughs> and we've talked about that. I had a podcast once upon a time, and we talked about your acting days. You married an actor, and mm. all the things. But now you're in this whole different vibe, and you're doing this incredible work, and you're still you're still acting. Whoa! I saw your face just then. I saw that. I picked up on it. I saw it. You, you were like. 
Liv, I still, I know, I know. And I love your work. <laughs> Is that the, the obligatory thing? I, I love your work. Uh, I, I love your work. <laughs> not feeling <laughs> I do though. You know, I do. But what you do now, here's what's so cool, Marcus, is that I've gotten to watch you as a teen when I knew you because of acting, because we did like you actually did acting stuff at school. I just like hung around with the theater kids, but you, you were acting in school. You were singing in school. You were doing all this incredible stuff. And then you were doing leadership roles. You were president of your class. We weren't in the same class. Sure. Okay. And yes, Football. yes, 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 we yeah. were not in the same class. We and not. yes, I was. I'm president. older, uh, although we're actually like the same age. But anyway, and Allison Sullivan was these, with you in your class. All side conversations. Just, like, we could, like we, I'm just going to keep going forward. There's so many Marcus, different beers. You now know my it. struggle in life. I, I, there's <laughs> never one conversation. <laughs> I'm I trying to be good. It's, it's Marcus. Good. I know. I know. It can, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. Okay, so. You're, you're acting, you're an MC, you, uh, incredible, like uh, creative and a leader. And now you're doing this incredible work full-time with an, an amazing organization that you started, that you <laughs> produce. And I want to talk about it. I want to give you my list, my platform, my time, my spotlight and say, oh. Marcus shine. Cause I love what you do. And I love that you've used, you're using all your gifts there. So please tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, it's a really, I have been my entire life um, and it's manifesting itself in this organization that we call threaded. Uh, and ultimately what we're doing with this organization is we are, we are really inserting really some of the things from my, my own faith work into the conversation around race and the division that we're seeing in our country around this, right? We want to inspire relationships uh, amongst people from across cultures. We want to really engage in pure and true reconciliation, not just kind of the relationship building piece, but really thinking about what does restoration and, and working in the community feel like. And then we want to, we want to help folks uh, to work in the community together through some collaborative action. So that's that's kind of how we've put our mission together. And we do this right primarily with churches. We believe that there's ways for the church to actually work across um, cultural lines together because they have something very, you know, you very central to their existence that they come across uh, that they're united in. And so, man, we've been doing this now for about seven years or so, and it's fun. It's fun <laughs> and it's infuriating all at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like being uh, a parent. Yeah. It's like being the you producer know of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just yes, can't let me shine. He can't you let can't, me have my own show. <laughs> which is fine because knowing you, that is absolutely how that feels. It's like, man, this is so much fun and infuriating all at the same time hanging out with Liv. What is this? It is. Your work is more important, but I feel very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's saving yes. the world and i am not <laughs> it's true you i'm are. trying to save the world from themselves that's right true. like that's part of it is there's so much there's so many things that we could be doing and and excelling in as a community as a society if we can overcome really some of this indoctrination that we've had since the inception really of man but particularly in this country since the inception of this country if we can get over and through some of those things, we'll have access uh, to so much more, you know, talent, fiercely talented individuals and communities. And that's where I think some great benefits of really getting in this conversation and making sure that we get this right is. Yeah. Uh, no, everything you say, I'm always like, yes. Like, I wish I had like a big buzzer button. <laughs> like I could like. Oh, well, hold up. Um, I need a million dollars. Can you find somebody with yes. a million dollars? Yes, there we go. <laughs> I just want to like, I don't know. Like, I wish I had a confetti cannon, cannon behind me. Like, I mean, just pretend mm. we have amazing special effects. Uh, oh, okay, we fantastic. We don't. Do you need me to use some of my special effects? I would here? love for you to do that. <laughs> You're the new producer now. Um, Taylor is <laughs> dead to me. <laughs> Wow. Well, just wait till the end of the show. Wait till the end of the show. Let's get through this episode. Y'all can figure that out. <laughs> uh, 
So Marcus, let me ask, because you did go to school for acting and that was, that's a huge, it's not, I keep, I know I keep saying it in the past since, cause I get, I'm so proud. I've been so proud of you since the day I met you. Like, can you do that as a teen? I don't know, but I was, um, but I've been so proud of your work your whole life. I'm just so proud of what you're doing right now. Like, I'm just so here for it. You know, I am. I'm like just sitting in the front row. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> that is a true statement. I it's do know. True. I'm sure. like, I'm so there, but do you think, or no, 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 not, not do you think, let me ask it this way. How has a life in acting, performing entertainment, you know, how has that prepared you for where God has led you today? Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. Um, I'll say in a couple of ways. One is in the engagement in the creative community. Um, the creative community uh, is very diverse in lots of different ways. And you're forced, uh, whether you know you want to or not, to be engaged with people from all different parts of the world and spectrum and that kind of stuff. Uh, and forced to, to learn how to work together to produce something great. And so I think just that practice, you begin to love, like I said earlier, you get, begin to love the fiercely talented people that come from different cultural backgrounds, gender, sexual orientations. Uh, and you learn that, man, if we put all this together, we can create something really beautiful. So that, that's been a piece that, that helps me think through that. Um, second, I think, is you know, the skill of being in front of people, being on stage and being able to, um, whether it's communicate a script well or, or even, you know, in the improv work that I, you know, do helps me kind of be able to improv well and, and speak off the cuff uh, with a bit more success. Uh, and you need and you need some of that passion um, to be able to, to do a lot of the vision casting. Um, you know, when people are looking at this, they want people to be able to uh, give them confidence that they can succeed in what you're asking them to do. And, uh, and they need to believe you. And what an actor does ultimately is it, it, it is he or she works hard to make the audience believe in what mm -hmm. they're saying. And so I think that that's, I think those two are probably the top pieces of what's helped me, uh, in this work, the community that's diverse, and then the ability to communicate, uh, vision and passion and for that vision. That makes complete sense. I, I think also, um, like I never got cast in a musical at our high school, uh, since we went to the same high school. And sure. I was actually told by the director at the time who was in charge, he said, come back to me when you're 30, which I still don't really know what that means. But, um, he, he was fired. He, I'm going to say he has since been fired for <laughs> a lot of reasons. For a lot of other there's reasons. A of there's, a, there's a couple of different issues with that statement. A right? lot. Yeah, a lot of yeah. different issues. Uh, but. Did he say I, like this? Did he say, did he say like this? Come back when you're 30. You know, Is that like that? <laughs> no, no, it's not that late. I just want to make sure. No, okay. he, said, he said it like, he was very dramatic. I don't know if you remember who I'm talking about. And I know exactly said, who you're talking about. And I know he would not say that to no, you. No, he would so. not. Yeah, that was not his cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. But I was, you know, I was very curious. Perhaps there were several no, cups. Goes, Come of back tea. when you're 30. Like, he, yeah, you know, no, he was yeah. so dramatic. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yes. it wasn't a hitting yes, on you thing. It was no. like, hey, um, I'm going to tell you no. to come back when it's illegal for you to come back so I never have to deal with you. Exactly. That's what it probably. Yeah. That's wow. probably what that meant. We all knew what it said, but 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 it's you said it perfectly, Taylor. That was, I mean, perfectly. It was so much so that it cut. I, I was cut by that particular comment, and it wasn't even about me. Everybody, so knew, I, everybody I, knew the blade was there, but I am the only man. one with the courage to take it and stab her in Thank the heart. You. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. There it is. You did it. Yes. <laughs> Don't go to a gunfight with a knife. Go on. End <laughs> <And> scene. Um, <laughs> Wait, am I Brutus? <laughs> yes, you absolutely oh, are. Oh, too, Brutus. Hey. <laughs> he yes. went in a heartbeat. I know mm. not to turn around. Yes. Uh, He's a Slytherin. <laughs> the thing that I, the reason why I would, I would go actually when we got the new director, which you also know who I'm talking about. She's fantastic, fiercely talented director that came to our, our high school and changed a lot of people's lives. And uh, she allowed me to be at every rehearsal that you guys had. So I was at all the musical rehearsals. I think people thought I was it. I think I might've even gotten the theatrical awards. People like best actress, Liv Harrison. <laughs> like, My favorite part about it is I didn't know that you were there uh, you hadn't been invited there until like three months ago. Yeah. I just thought you 
fucking around at all the rehearsals. He like, Olivia decides to hang around. Like, I'm I, so I always no there. Idea. Like, why is she always there? What a loser. She's always there. I mean, that's cool. I was like, hang but on. I loved, what I loved was the community, like piggybacking on your first like point of like why what you're doing now in race relations and trying to heal and educate and and push the conversation forward and push the conversation into somewhere healthy and into something productive and fruitful and changing lives not just saying stuff like hey guys by the way we have a race problem okay like actually doing something and saying and 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 here's how we can fix that and here's yeah. what we can do one of the things I saw when I was watching you guys on stage, desperately wanting to be there, <laughs> it's fine. I'll talk about this in therapy. That's all right. Yeah. Was the community you all formed on that stage. Like there was so much trust work. There was so much um, that you had to trust with yourself and you had to trust with the person that you were acting again, you know, like acting with, but you know, who you were, whatever you had to, you had to know that we're going to pick yeah. up the line or they were going to carry you yeah. when you did fall. Like there was so much beauty to that. And then watching you guys, y'all became like a little family. Like I can specifically mm -hmm. think of musicals and I know you can too, that you were in and you guys were tight. Like it was yeah. really cool to see. And I see that also translating into the work that you're doing now. Like yeah. I feel like you're bringing in personalities, like what you were saying, different cultures and creating a safe space where people can trust each other. Right. How do you, yeah. yeah. How do y'all do well, that? Uh, <laughs> How do you do that now, Marcus? That's a great question. How do we do that can now? Can we call Congress? Um, Hold on just a second. <laughs> can I get the governor? Just a moment. Yeah. Gosh, I'm trying to think, you know, I, there's a part of it, you know, there, there are people who have a lot of gifts, you know what I mean? Uh, to do different things. Um, you know, we joke about it here on the show. You're like, oh, you're so officially talented. I, I do have gifts, but I don't have all the gifts. Um, and, and I'm aware of that, right? I'm aware that in this particular work, um, there are certain things that I do really well. I'm very good at casting vision, right? We talked about being an actor. I'm very good at gathering people, about finding people who are officially talented and bringing them to the place uh, where we are and allowing them to use the gifts that God has given them in a way that matches up with their desire and how they want to engage in whatever work they're wanting to engage in. So with this particular work, um, I'm always just looking out for people who are passionate and in, in, um, in, in on the, the work in and of itself and are just trying to find their place. And there's just something that I think from a talent that God has given me that I can see like, oh, I think I know where to put you, where you may shine. Uh, in the midst of this. And so mm -hmm. I just gather in. Uh, and so I think there is something just about that aspect of my leadership that does that for, as far as a gift set and again. But what I also recognize is I, the reason why I'm doing that is because, is because I don't have all the gifts uh, and I need help desperately. Right. And so finding people who can do the things I don't and then get out of their way is, is creating a place. And so what my, what my team seems to say when they articulate that mm -hmm. is, you know, Hey, nobody ever, trusted me with this before, or I saw something in myself that I didn't see before. You saw something I didn't see before, or uh, they always complain that I, I make them do things, you know what I mean? But, but they always come back because they love what they're doing. Uh, and so I try to get people in the place where they're supposed to be, where they're going to have the most success and the most fun. And uh, that fun piece is big too. Like, you, you know, I try not to take too much seriously, uh, which is hard, right? Because this, this work we're in the is very is serious. serious. Yeah. It's serious yeah. work that we're trying to do. Uh, but one of our, <clears throat> one of the core values that we have as an organization is uh, rejoice always. Uh, and this is to remind us that particularly because we're, we're a Christian organization, we believe that there is more at play here uh, than just what we see with our natural eye. There's things to rejoice about. And so we remind ourselves like even in the worst times, even in the midst of the 2020 George Floyd season, which was miserable. And it was, it was, it was hard to keep that rejoice always that we can find something to rejoice about. Uh, and because I have these defense mechanisms about really serious places and things, I, I, I crack a joke every now and then just to kind of let the room breathe a bit. Uh, and I think people appreciate that even in the midst of the, the mess uh, that you can have, you know, the person who's leading can come in and, and kind of crack jokes and allow other people up to a point to do the same. So we try to, we try to bring in a little bit of humor in the midst of that. And, you know, I learned a lot of, even from reading through tons of, you know, uh, reading through the Bible and seeing Jesus, you can see aspects of where Jesus kind of says things. And these things I think in that moment would actually be more funny than we play them out to be. Uh, and I look at people who've been doing this work. I look at Dr. King and, and you hear about, uh, you hear about people who, who spent time with him 
and the jokes that he would have when they're together in their hotel room or when they're at dinner. Um, in fact, right before he was shot in Memphis, Jesse uh, Jackson tells a story about uh, Martin Luther King getting on him because he wasn't wearing, getting on Jesse Jackson because he wasn't wearing a coat and tie. Um, and it was a big joke that they kind of did. And I think they had a pillow fight even like right before that of some sort. Yeah. So it was wow. that kind of stuff that you just, you, you have to bring into the place because it can easily make the work, the work can get really uh, deep and heavy. And for the team to survive, they have to see that there's, there's something that there's a place that they can breathe, but then there's also like this, um, this rejoicing that can be done in the midst of it. So, um, yeah, so I try to put people in the right place and I try to, uh, try to keep things light when it's possible to keep things light. Yeah, no. And I can't imagine what a task that is. And you have to have a centered prayer life and, and, a, a, a foundation, which you guys do. I mean, you're at this Christian organization. I don't think you, I think that like you and I have discussed, you can't do this work um, or, or the missing, one of the missing links in this work is God is yep. this, that, that is like, he's a, he's a part, he is the foundation. And there, so I think, um, to see a, a race organization, a, an organization who is trying to heal race relations with the foundation of God, it's like, okay, we've got a chance. You know what I mean? Like we have a chance because God is the one that created all these human beings to begin with. It was his idea. Right. <laughs> He's like, yes. I got a great yes. idea, everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna make yeah. a yeah. bunch Check this of out, people. guys. I've been thinking, been pontificating on a few things lately. I wanted to run the things by you. What do you think, Michael? Gabriel? Anybody? Yeah. I like what it. Do, Let's keep going. Anybody else bored? <laughs> we could just make some fun things to watch. It's like Netflix for us. <laughs> we're a long running series. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> sure, he's like, please when stop talking. When do we jump the shark? Is the question. When do we jump the shark? <laughs> Where's the guy with the hook? Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's, I think, you know, like you, you and I have talked about this, that's a missing component in a lot of things, especially the very serious, heavy things. When you don't have Christ in the center of it, I think you're only going to go so far. I think you're yeah. only going to be able to spin your wheels as much as you can, because there's got to be, like you said, like the name of the organization, I think is so brilliant. There's got to be a thread. Not that that's why you named it that, but that I know you're trying to thread them together. I mean, but there's a lot of play on the word threaded sure. that you can use, but I think also like the common thread of our faith that first it's just yeah. the dignity of your human being and, and dignity. I'm a human being because we came from this extraordinary yeah. God. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you can't start with that, <laughs> Where are we going? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a tough, it's a tough animal for sure. It's difficult. Um, and I, I think anybody who has a, who, who does even a cursory sort of um, some cursory research on great civil rights movements or in the civil rights movement, is going to see and find uh, that in the majority of the folks who were doing the work that we would say has, has some, um, some uh, rate of return, some success, you'll find deep spirituality there, right? And it may not necessarily all come from um, the Judeo-Christian sort of space, but there's a deep spirituality there. Um, you know, Dr. King is one that we mentioned, but you can look at uh, Rosa Parks. Um, you can go back uh, Fannie Lou Hamer. And as you examine these folks, you'll find a, a deep faith in the midst. Even Malcolm X, although it wasn't a Christian faith, it was it was moved by a deep faith that he have had. Uh, and I I love Howard Thurman, who's kind of the inspiration for uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, Howard Thurman was this African American uh, sort of mystic that people are don't aren't really familiar with, but who was deeply contemplative. He kind of introduced this sort of contemplative spirituality into African American world. Uh, before it became a thing kind of in the last really 20 years or so. Um, but but as you study all those folks, you'll find prayer deeply in the midst of their life. Like it's the only thing they leaned on. I was reading something from Coretta Scott King, even in my devotional a couple of, I guess maybe last week or so. Or no, it was actually on Dr. King's birthday. Uh, I think I posted about it. Um, and she talked about the centrality of prayer in the midst of her preparation and his preparation and really everybody's preparation as they did it. So, so I just, I always say, you know, and I, I, I go consult and do things outside of the Christian world. I'll go and talk at, at uh, colleges or, or organizations, corporate organizations, and where I'm not necessarily allowed to talk about, you know, the spiritual peace. But one of the things I always say is, you know, if you're going to do this work, it gets hard. As we talked about just a minute ago, it's a real heavy, difficult work to do. 
and you're going to want to quit. And so the, the only way that you keep going is that you have to have some force outside of yourself that is driving you to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And if you don't have some sort of outside source, and of course, I think it's my, it's my faith in God and particularly watching how Jesus pursued us, right? As we were, we were separated from him, right? He mm-hmm. pursued us. Um, even in the the way in which the, the the Jewish culture was separated from the Gentile culture. And now you see the church moving to 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 envelop the Gentiles, praise God, because that's why I'm here. Um, it's that kind of racial reconciliation that was done on the cross and with the people of God that we are supposed to continue to model and do. And so I am driven by that and driven by this vision at the end of, of all time that we've been given in Revelation of all tribes, tongues, and nations worshiping God together in the throne room of God. So there's this vision that that I know is going to happen. And what I want to do is when I get there, I want God to go, thank you for participating in this. <laughs> as opposed to, well, Here's your ribbon. enjoy. Yeah, like enjoy, <laughs> but you did nothing to help this out. So good luck to you. Hope you enjoy it. If you don't like diversity, you're not going to like heaven anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. right? So, you know, so oh, yeah, no so you kidding. have to be driven by something outside of yourself. And for me, it's my deep faith. And I think for most folks, it's a deep, that have been successful at this and have longevity. They have a deep faith. They're driven by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they lean on that faith in times that are really difficult, uh, in and which there are be. many. There'll be yeah. really difficult times. Here is yeah. my next question, because I want to play a game with you. <laughs> Because this seems like a good time to segue into that. Uh, Great transition. Great listen. That's why I get the big bucks that are imaginary. Uh, (laughs) Where can people find you? Where can people who want to grow in the conversation of healing race relations, if you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're Indian, if you're Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Any human on the planet, <laughs> who's here or who's coming here? We don't know everybody. Yeah. Uh, where can they go? Because it's not just education and resources, but it's actual like what you guys do is amazing. You you really take the conversation and you make it tangible and you put it in people's hands and you make it real and and you're giving solutions. So I want people to find you. Where can they go? Yeah, yeah. You can definitely find us at wearethreaded.org. Uh, wearethreaded.org, and there you'll find all of Wearethreaded.org. I don't know. I have nothing. I thought I'd be able to. I'm to do that I'm a, <laughs> improv, sure. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So, when was the last time you've done that? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, so wearethreaded.org for sure. Uh, you know, that's the place where you're going to find a list, at least the stuff that we we offer and different right. things. And I always tell people we, we do this thing called the Threaded Collective, which you can find at wearethreaded.org slash collective. And that's where we we put a lot of our resource as far as like continual education. Uh, we put a lot of webinars in there from different faculty that we have across the country and ourselves. And that's a place where if you're looking to constantly be learning uh, from folks, you can get in there. It's our subscription service. It's only 10 bucks a month or $100 for the year. But you can get in there and you can learn from uh, lots of folks. And we continue, we do live Q&As in there so people can ask their questions immediately to us and our team. Um, and then also, if you like podcasts, uh, we have a podcast called Colored Commentary, and you can find that at all your uh, podcast sources, Colored Commentary. And we have a YouTube page for ourselves as well. You can subscribe. Uh, yeah, lots of good places. We are, we are everywhere. That's right. All the things. <laughs> and now you have a theme song. No one's written that one before. It's a brand Absolutely. new melody. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure you're to allowed for to use it. <laughs> you're going to get fined just because we did it on the show. Well, I hope you enjoyed this, everybody. It's, 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 it's okay because like, you can use up to seven seconds and their entire jingle doesn't take up seven seconds. Oh, perfect. So we're we're, we, we made Y'all it. Y'all just stop repeating my joke and we'll I be fine it, legally. I thought it was the seven seconds. Our seven notes. I thought it was seven notes. Well, that's I even know. then. I think we're We safe. don't have a lawyer. Listen, uh, don't go anywhere, Marcus, because you and I are going to do a little improv in a second uh, mm. because <laughs> you're a professional. Uh, you guys don't leave. You're tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, I am still with one of my favorite humans on the planet. I have now dropped (laughs) on his list, but that's okay. 
Marcus Lloyd all the way in Dallas, Texas. And I think he even mm. cheers for Dallas teams, which that's going to have to be another time. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we don't want to get into that. That's a whole nother we don't get story. Into, we're trying to sure. heal things, Marcus. We're yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You don't have any power in the healing of sports teams in the state of Texas. I can tell you that. That is serious work. That no, You're not I, even I, ready I, for that. I, that I Dallas playoff game brought all of Houston together. All, all race, <laughs> genders, that Dallas lost brought all of Houston together. Well, hallelujah. hallelujah. Yes, absolutely. You just need a crisis, you know what I mean? And everybody can get behind it. Fantastic. <sighs> yeah, the pandemic's worked really well for all of us. So <laughs> it's a good one, everybody. We picked a really good That's one. It. That's, it. That's it. We're all Bye. united. Uh, okay, so I wanted to play a game with you because when we were in school, we did do improv. That was what, that was literally my favorite thing to do in school was improv. And I would do like duet improv uh, and then I would do like solo improv. But one of my favorite stories is that we were just vacationing together. <laughs> I can't even get through this. Is this. Why is it every time you say that, it's a, it's a laugh. It's no! <laughs> Not because of that, because about what I'm about to say. I oh, think, okay. I, I don't remember where we were. We were, okay, well, we were in Kauai, but I don't remember where in Kauai we were. I want to say the boat, but that could be wrong. Could be the house. I don't know. And I literally have said for years, for years, I have said Marcus right. and I knew each other in junior high. <laughs> I told everyone this at my wedding, at when I gave birth. Like, I was like, and P.S., I met Marcus Lloyd at 12. <laughs> like, I, like, all the time. I just, it's, it was on my resume. It was, <clears throat> the joke's over. Okay, so. Hey, I'm in. Marcus decides, you know what? This is when I'm going to let Liv know <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Like in front of people. It ain't been long enough. On it been long enough. <laughs> He's like paddling. We had a few drinks. On a we're, in the, we're in the spa. I think. I don't know where we were. Yeah, everybody needed to know. It just. It was too. It had been too long. It had been too much. I've had to do that a couple of people occasionally. Actually, there's some stories going around about me that I found out, and I'm like, I, I need to go ahead and just get this it's nipped in the bud. If anybody follows up on this. They'll realize that they've been lying to them for 20 years. If E News yeah. calls, the answer's yes. gonna be like, that's not true, E News. I met Liv in high school. Ma'am, where were you on the night of February 2nd, 1984? <laughs> Just exactly. I need to know people, need, I need to, everybody needs to know where I was and what I was doing correctly. That's it. Nice. There's too many other things going on. <laughs> so I thought, I think it'd be a great idea for you and I to play two truths and a lie. <laughs> because if I had said that we had gone to junior high together, it wouldn't have been a lie because I thought it was a truth. I did not yes. know that we did <laughs> not go to the same junior high. That's it. <laughs> so therefore, we're now officially playing two truths and a lie. And I cannot say as truth that you and I went to junior high together. So that fair is... Enough, off the table. That's the only one. And that we went to high school. Everybody already, they, I've said it 400 times. They get it. They're like, we know. Okay. <laughs> so therefore, in the spirit of improv and me not right. knowing my history with you, uh, okay. let's play this game. All right. Okay. Now, because you're my guest, would you like to go first with your two truths and your lie? Or would you like me to go first with my two truths and my lie? As if oh, I know I would, they are. Of course. I would, of course, like you to go first oh. with your truths. You know it's how to more play this fun. game. Worm, for sure. Yeah. This, yeah, you for are sure. in ministry. This is how you always you count where the kids are, and you're like, okay, I'll go seventh. Like, because <laughs> exactly, neither exactly one of us right. have our tutors or our lives. So it's like, sure, Liv, you go. <laughs> I'm right, fine. I'm stressed about it right now. I'm trying to look. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like the. I don't like to lie, so I'm trying Pressure. to figure out how to do it. Oh, it'll be without fine. Giving, without giving away all the, the not things. Not a real here. lie. You're not Catholic. You're not going to have to go to confession. Oh, that's true. I forget You're I'm a fine. Protestant. Well, go, let's do it. Let's do it. Free, free no grace. confession, just straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even going to t-shirt. No, no. There's, there's some fire, though, the fire and brimstone that you got to deal with as well. So that's, that's true. Pretty nice. All right. <clears throat> okay, here I go. I'm going to come up with three things. Two of them are going to be true. And one is going to be a lie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was born by the river. Sorry. Oh, such a singer. Sam, sorry. Sorry, you said it. I missed you. Go for it. I was born in New Orleans, New Orleans Louisiana. Okay. I always wanted to be a Broadway actress. 
Sing that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted to be on Broadway. Oh, you didn't say actress. That's what I was going for. I I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, you missed out on the entire thing. I just wanted one word. Right, I'm in now. And uh and I was a stand leader at our high school. Okay. What are okay. the truths? What are the lie? Uh you the truth stand leader is true. That is true. I gave you that was a softball. That was a, that was a, that was a loft. Um uh Broadway actress, true. And then I'm going to go New Orleans lie. It, it was too specific. And I appreciated it because I think your cousins who we were very close to are from that area. Well, their mother is. <laughs> that's why I thought oh, I could okay. trick you. That's what I'm saying. I knew that's what was, it threw me. I was like, wait a second. I'm from Natchitoches, no. Natchitoches, Louisiana, Natchitoches. which is north. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was too specific. I was like, I know she's from that area. I thought I could get right. you with the Louisiana Let's thing. Go. And the cousins, because you're, Marcus is actually very close to my cousins. So, all right, Mm. go ahead, friend. I'm ready. Do you have any idea what you're going to say? I, uh, yes, uh, I I have jumped out of a plane. I have jumped out of a plane. Fantastic. I was hoping somebody would do it. I gave the space and I was like, is this going to happen? But I was not expecting it to be you, so I thought maybe he lived with you. He's trying to impress you, Marcus. He's was, trying hey, to I'm impress you. That's a, it's a nice voice. It's, it's very good. <laughs> He's like, it was good. <laughs> it was uh, okay. It was no, good. Mark, you know, I, keep your resume. These things are expensive. Um, <laughs> let's see. Taylor's very uh, good. Let me go, Mark. All right, uh, I'm going to. All right, so I've jumped out of a plane. Okay. I have uh, built a computer from scratch. And I have run down the middle of a street naked with my football buddies. I know that third one's true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, it's actually the lie. No! It was not his football buddies. (laughs) It was the the choir buddies. It was the theater kids. So people ran into their homes. (laughs) (laughs) The football, they ran out of their homes. Theater, Theater, they were like, no. Yeah, Marcus was the rare breed of, he played football and he was in theater. So all the girls were like, what do I love more? So he bullied himself. (laughs) He bullied himself. It's true. He beat himself up. That's he was good. like uh, Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. I was well, beating my. <laughs> here's the, the way I sold it because I had to. I had to we needed football Dang. players for theater, right? Dang and it. the way I sold it was, hey guys, there are the, some of the most beautiful women in the school are in theater, and the guys there are not interested in them, right? So <laughs> let's. Why, Marcus? Yeah, let's, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, being a straight guy in theater was great. They were there was yeah, there being was a straight guy in the theater. You it was like it was like Willy Wonka's like I mean, it was oh, yeah, like I mean, it was come on in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All the other guys were idiots. <laughs> I mean, geez, what more? I can't help a choir in theater. They're making fun of me. I'm like, you have no idea. No, morons. It's like the guys that did cheerleading. It's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I totally was going to do cheerleading. This is a great deal. It. Like, where am I putting my hands right now? What do you do? Yeah, so things to work out. Why are you guys playing the piccolo? Okay. Yes. I, yes. The other guys did. I- <laughs> There's so many things with the piccolo. So many things oh I could have said. <laughs> Obviously, I was not a straight guy in high school. Because <laughs> anyone was worried. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. hilarious. No, but that's true. And you did. You got like half of our football team to be in all the musicals. And now they're all famous. So they all need to send you a note. (laughs) Just just bring it on. I need all the residuals from it, if you don't mind. You should get a finder's fee. I really believe that, Marcus. You are a networker (laughs) since you were a teen. I love it. Well, that was great. We ran out of time because you and I can't ever stop talking. And by that, I mean. You you picked the lie. You know, you picked the lie. I did. I lost. Because I know who you played football with, and I could absolutely see that group doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't know if you just weren't invited. I don't know. I feel like they. I, I, I no, I was there when they did it. I just did not do it. So they did do it. Oh yeah, for sure. I just did not do it personally. <laughs> Dang. No, I was. I was like, if the police roll up in here, Mm-mm. the one they're gonna see is me. 
That's a smart man. <laughs> Marcus was like, I haven't invented threaded organization yet. No, so I think I'm going to hold back everybody. No, thanks. Y'all go ahead. I ain't, be, I ain't ended up in jail with no clothes on. No, thanks. Not happening. And that is how we heal race relations, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Marcus, too much fun. Too much fun. Promise me that you'll come on vacay with me again or on a show that I've made up. <laughs> either one. Either either and both. Again. Either and both. Yes. Both wonderful and lovely times together after 20 years apart. I love it. I know, right? I love it. Marcus, I love you to pieces. And everybody, I want you to go support Marcus, all the things that the man does (laughs) with his clothes. Uh, Please support him. And thank you so much. You guys, don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 bum. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I want to say thank you to my tremendous guest, Marcus Lloyd. He is, like I said, and I'm not kidding, literally one of my favorite people on the planet, and he always has been. He has been such a champion in my life, such a support system, such a great friend, and I absolutely love what he's doing. You guys, please make sure that you go and check out wearethreaded.org and and go to this incredible organization that is trying to be a part of the narrative by not only teaching and giving resources, but giving solutions and helping the community come together in a way that we haven't really been brought together before. The work they're doing is absolutely sensational. Uh, So I always want everybody to support Marcus and everything that he does. Uh, I did rehire Taylor Schroll and I did ask him off camera (laughs) what I was trying to get to at the beginning of this episode so I'll try it here, Taylor. I'll let you be a part of the closing. Taylor. I've been a part of the whole show. Because <laughs> you keep inserting yourself, which if I did on his show, he would lose it. But I like it. I, I invite it. I like Taylor. Uh, Taylor, if I were to have a film festival and I wanted to watch more than one film, uh-huh. where would I do that? Where would I edit that? I wouldn't burn it on a CD, DVD. Where would that go? You'd edit it in a video editing software and put it on YouTube. That's literally how I put this show everywhere it goes. You heard it right here. Taylor has (laughs) refuses to help me know any more knowledge than I already know. I'm not fired. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Can't fire me. (laughs) Taylor, tell the people that you love me. And by the people, I mean my parents. You guys, seriously, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are creating movies... (laughs) You probably already know where to do that. So you didn't learn that here today at all. (laughs) Um, I want you to come back. I want you to know that you were extraordinary and you were welcome here. And I love that you are a part of this whole thing. This has been It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. See y'all next time. 